Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Called to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, and we have a great episode for you today. I'm with Tatum Myers. She's tuning in live from South Carolina, and she has a mission call to serve in the Arizona Tempe mission. And she leaves in, what, a little less than two weeks? Yeah. Nice. Well, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Happy to have you on the show. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. So the first question that we love to ask is, what's your story, right? You know, what what led you to decide to serve a mission? Yeah. So I guess I always grew up in the gospel. I was born and raised in the gospel. And so I always had that with me. And I guess the first time I ever thought about serving a mission was whenever my mom's siblings left the church and I was able to see a difference in the lives of like me and my cousins and how I guess like not that their lives were harder but it was much more negative so the, like being at a young age being able to see the positivity that the gospel brought to our lives is definitely a big thing that I just grew up with and I didn't always want to serve a mission but it wasn't until I got I just finished my freshman year at BYU and I learned really how to like rely on Christ and everything. And so I guess this past um, fall semester, winter semester, I was praying about it a lot and I would always go for walks on the temple grounds. So I was walking around the Provo temple and I just sat down and I was finally like, okay, Heavenly Father, I just need to know, am I going? Or <laughs> like, I just need to figure it all out. Yeah. And I was sitting there in the middle of the snow and like all of a sudden I just started burning up and like had to start taking all my jackets off. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I got my answer. I guess I'm going. That's and awesome. Then, yeah. So then I read my blessing again and it doesn't mention anything about missions. So I was like, okay, but I was like, <laughs> I'm going because I have this defining moment. I'm going. And then I just read it again that night and I found all these things that stood out to me about like all these blessings that would help me on my mission. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely going hundred percent. And I'm very stubborn. That's helped me. So I'm like, I got this answer. That's it. Like for sure. That's really cool. That's a really neat experience. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like just surrounded by snow and just start burning oh, up. That's fun. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, I can't deny it. That's got my cool. answer. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And that's interesting that, you know, before, you know, when you read your patriarchal blessing, that, you know, you didn't really see anything about yeah. that. No. And later, like after you had that experience, then you started yeah. seeing like, okay, that would help me on the mission. Like you yeah. start seeing different things. And that's interesting yeah. how sometimes like, you know, we can read it one day and get one thing out of it, then read it the next. And it just means something completely different to us. Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. And that's similar. I mean, you know, we've heard it said that they're personal scripture. And so mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we read the a, a scripture story one day and we read it the next and it just hits different you know oh, yeah. so that's super cool and i like how you were talking about just the difference that you saw in your family members mm -hmm. just you know the just the positivity difference yeah. and that's not to say that all members of the church are positive because there's mm -hmm. definitely those that aren't but yeah. those that are actively living the gospel like we know they they have yeah. light about them right Yes. 
That's really cool. And so that, that's awesome that you were able to recognize that and see that. Um, and yeah, I just want to talk about that for a second. Just the positivity that that comes with it. I mean, in today's world, like there's so much that can drag us down. Yeah. Like it's easy. You know, it's easy to get dragged. Yeah. And so it's really just a matter of just knowing in whom we trust, right? Knowing that this is just a temporary state. Yeah. You know, how how has that helped you? You know, keeping I guess keeping the perspective, um, the eternal perspective, how has that helped you in your preparation for the mission? Um, it's, it's a lot more hopeful. Like whenever I get really down or upset, I kind of just ignore what's going on and think, okay, like five years from now or 10 years from now, none of this is going to matter. And all that's going to matter is the things that are constant. And what's constant is my eternal family and Christ and God's love for me and the doctrine. And that's, that's what I hold on to. And that's what carries me through everything. That's wonderful. Yeah, no, it really does bring hope. You know, it really does bring perspective. Like, yeah, like, you know, this thing that's worrying me in five years, 10 years from now, it's really not, I'm not even going to know. I'm I'm probably hardly going to remember it. Right. Exactly. So that's awesome. And that that definitely helps on the mission as well. I mean, you, obviously there are hard times on the mission, Yeah. but so often the good outweighs the bad. And so like that's why sometimes you'll hear people talk about their mission and, and they'll be like, oh, I just I loved it. It was the best experience ever. Yeah. In reality, it was also at times it was the worst experience ever. Yeah. And so that's just that's cool to keep that perspective. And I like just that you mentioned those things just regarding like, okay, in five, 10 years from now, I'll hardly even remember this if exactly. at all. Yeah. That's excellent. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, what have been some other things you've been doing to prepare for serving a mission? Um, I try to do everything, honestly. <laughs> so I read, I do, um, I've been called as a primary teacher in my little branch here. Oh, cool. So I have to do all of the Come Follow Me lessons and I teach like every other week. And then I read the Book of Mormon every day. And then I do like my own personal study. So I'm reading in Doctrine and Covenants right now. And then I'm also reading the preach my gospel lessons. Wow. So I'm really trying to do everything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. And, and <clears throat> how cool it is to be able to teach primary, you know, before, yeah. before going, because honestly, like a lot of times after, I mean, I feel like on the mission, there were ter- certain times when I felt like I was almost needing to teach a primary lesson. Yeah. Like teach the basics. Exactly. Yeah. And simplify it in language. That's like that even a child could. have. Yeah. So that's really cool that you're getting that experience because not that that's like an essential for the mission, yeah. but it will definitely help in just teaching simply. To yeah. It's so definitely been like a struggle because I want to just, not that they're the kids don't know, but they don't know like everything that I'm saying all the time. So I really mm-hmm. have to like, basic basic knowledge jesus christ loves you repentance like things like that i can't just go and talk about a random story that they can't follow so it's been really humbling to say the least because i just have to really prepare you'd think you wouldn't have to prepare for primary but the i spend hours preparing and making sure that it's easy to understand 
Right. And, and what I found and correct me if, if this is not your same experience with this, but what I've found is as I try to teach more simply, I find Mm -hmm. that I learn more in, in a lot of ways. Yes. Just because it's like, okay, I understand it one way, but when I stop, slow down and like rephrase it so it's just simplified it somehow becomes it's just new yeah and it makes a lot more sense in a different way true and that's one thing that's really cool about just the gospel of jesus christ in general it's just like it's so simple i mean a lot of times we complicate it but it's really so simple yeah it's just it's wonderful just how simple it is that even a child can understand it Mm -hmm. so that's really cool that you're reading so many different things in preparation <laughs> as well as teaching primary. So that's excellent. So any advice for those that are listening that are still on the fence or still maybe just not sure if they want to serve? Yeah. Um, well, for me, I said it earlier that I was stubborn and I don't like being told what to do. So I didn't really talk to my parents about it until I told them I was going on my mission. But um I would recommend just praying about it. And like recently, as I've been reading my scriptures, I've noticed that it's like praying with like real intent. So making sure like whatever answer you get, you're going to act on it. You have to pray with faith. So know that your prayer is going to be answered and then you better be willing to act on whatever answer you get. And so that's what I did constantly over and over. I was just praying for an answer. And then once I was like ready for the answer, then I got it. Wow. That's excellent. Thanks. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is just on the Lord's timing, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I mean, what, how, you can't go wrong with praying. Right? Yeah. Like, right. I mean, the worst he's going to tell you is, I mean, I guess if you don't want to go, the worst he's going to tell you is yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. yeah, exactly. It's, it's not a bad choice. It's never yeah. a bad decision to go on a mission unless God specifically tells you not to, but I don't think he would if he knows you really want to. Yeah. Unless the answer is, okay, serve in this other capacity. You mm-hmm. know, if for some reason, you know, those that are listening are maybe medically unable for any, any reason. Yeah. It's not that God doesn't want you to serve. It's that he needs you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's excellent. That just that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm very similar in the fact that, you know, if you tell me to do something or tell me I can't do something, yeah. I'm like, okay, watch me do the opposite of what exactly. you said. Exactly. And so I, I think there's a lot of people that, that share that. And so, yeah. And that, that just, you know, for those, <laughs> for, for those of us that like want people to go on missions, like, it's just, we got to go about it a different way instead of saying, yeah. oh, go on a mission. It's like, no, just like, go pray about it, you know, go figure exactly. it out go decide what's right for you and what, what God wants you to do. Yeah. So excellent. And then one final question is, have there been any specific scriptures or scripture stories that have helped or inspired you while, you know, you've been preparing for a mission or thinking about preparing or thinking about going? Yeah, so I actually pulled up my missionary scripture. Perfect. So I'll just, I'll just read it. It's Moroni 741. And I really like it because it's a question and an answer in one verse. And I love that the doctrine is about answering all of our questions. Like if I have any questions whatsoever, like spiritual or temporal, I can turn to the gospel and just get my answer. Yeah. But I'll read it real quick. Cool. It says, and what is it that you shall hope for? Behold, I say unto you that you shall have hope through the atonement of Christ and the power of his resurrection, 
to be raised unto life eternal and this because of your faith in him according to the promise and i love it's it's everything that i love about the gospel it's about hope it gives answers and it's all about christ's atonement for us so that's really got me through a lot just to know okay if you have hope if you have faith and you act and you use the atonement to your advantage then you're going to be okay yeah yeah and i think that kind of takes us back to where we kind of started off with just the the difference right like that yeah. positivity like that hope yeah like really it's all made possible because of the atonement of jesus christ exactly so thank you so much tatum for coming on the show thank you for sharing your your story it's been a pleasure getting to chat with you and getting to learn from you um, you're gonna be a great missionary over in thank arizona you. tempe thanks thanks take care you too if you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life, close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.